הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבדורנו כל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני הפרה קדוש ומשל בארץ המה. הוא יבחר לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובע מכל חוכמה רבנו נחמן צדיק בן שמחה. נא נחמן 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 אומן זכותו תגן עלינו בכל ישראל אמן. תורה אחת תבליקו תמאורן תניאנה, תיקו תוכחה. is brought down in Yememo Aranat, in the diary of Rabbi Natan, and Chaim Oran, a little bit of it. But this story is very, very deep, and it goes very, very far. Um, Rabbeinu passed away on uh, the fourth day of Sukkot, um, during Chol HaMoed, Sukkot. And um, this year, uh, and what happened, funny enough, was 18 days before he passed away, It was Rosh Hashanah. And Rabbeinu was supposed to give a Torah on Rosh Hashanah. And Rabbeinu was so sick that um, he was unable to give a lesson until Rabbi Natan walked in the room. And the story is much deeper and it's actually more detailed. But long story short, Rabbi Natan walked into the room and told Rabbeinu what happened. Meaning, why is he not giving a lesson? And Rabbeinu told him that he is mamash feeling as if he's about to pass away, leave this world. And uh, Rabbi Natan started encouraging Rabbeinu, telling him that when he was very sick, when he came back from Lemberg, that he too gave a beautiful lesson, and a very long one too. And um, started encouraging Rabbeinu in this manner. And Rabbeinu got up and said, I'm ready to give my life for the Torah. And Rabbeinu committed to give a lesson. In fact, it's actually one of the longest lessons in all of the Kotei Moran. It's a very long lesson. And Rabbeinu told all of this on the last Rosh Hashanah of his life. 18 days before he passed away. And there was the most amount of people in the house that Rabbi Yatan couldn't even hear. He actually had to get some pieces of this lesson from um, from the philosophers who were there, as is known in the in the Brasavar tradition, that there were three philosophers who um, ended up coming closer to Hashem, through Rabbeinu. And um, three philosophers, Rabbi Yatan said... Um, One of them was the Metzach Anachash, the forehead of the snake. Look in lesson four to see how strong those words are and what that really implies. But nonetheless, um, there were so many people in the house that Rabbi Natan couldn't even hear Rabbeinu um, because there were so many people chattering. And um, this was unlike any other Torah because most Torah, um, the room was silent. This one, funny enough, there were so many people, they couldn't even hear Rabbeinu. But Rabbeinu told Rabbi Natan, put a chair at the front of the door Rabbi Natan said, how am I going to do that? There's so many people. And Rabbi Natan responded saying, I will not give the lesson until you do that. And um, Rabbi Natan made room for Rabbi Natan at the entrance of his uh, bedroom. And he gave the lesson over there in that chair. And um, it is a very, very special lesson. It's almost his testament. So um, let's hop right into it. And for anyone who wants to look at the story, go to Yemei Moharanat. You can look this up. It's a very, very beautiful story. And it shows Rabbeinu's koach. Torachet, likute morantinyana. Tiku b'chodesh ofar b'kesel yom chagenu. We've seen this verse many different times. Tiku b'chodesh ofar. Blow um, the shofar on the month, at the month renewal. B'kesel yom chagenu, when the moon is covered over. Le'yom chagenu, on the festive day. On our festive day. Ki chok le'Yisrael hu. For it's a statute to Israel. Mishpat le'Yom Yaakov. A law to the God of Yaakov. Or... Um, a justice to the law of Yaakov. Okay. 
ומותר לו לכל אחד מישראל להוכיח את חברו, כשרואה בו שאינו מנהג כשורה, כמו שכתוב הוכיח תכריח את המנצחה, אף על פי כן, לאו כל אדם ראוי להוכיח. רבנו טלזוס starts off the lesson with a very strong point. Even though rebuke is something very big, and it's incumbent upon each and every Jew to rebuke his friend, when he sees that his friend is not behaving properly, as it's brought down in the verse in Vayikha, chapter 19, that you shall surely rebuke your, fr- your fellow, it says, Rabbeinu saying, with all that said, nonetheless, not everyone is fitting to give rebuke. There's a person in this generation who's able to give rebuke. And Rabbeinu is saying, if Rabbi Akiva said that in his generation, all the more so in our generation, how much we are not fitting for, to give rebuke. Because when the person rebuking is not fitting to give rebuke, not only is he not effective in his rebuke, not only that, he raises a bad odor from all the souls who are hearing his rebuke, meaning the person he's intending to rebuke. When he gives them that rebuke, If he's not fitting for, if he is not fitting to rebuke another person, when he rebukes that soul, that soul actually releases a bad stench, and then that stench raises uh, itself up to God. Because through his rebuke, if he's not fitting, he awakens that bad smell of those bad actions and those bad traits of that person he's rebuking or of those people he's rebuking. Look how far it goes. Just like when something that doesn't have a good smell is put at its rest when it's outside, for example, on the floor. For example, a piece of dung, let's say it's on the, on the floor, but it's dried out. No one's moving it. As long as you don't move that, that thing, you do not detect that bad smell. The second you begin to move it is the second you begin to awaken that bad smell. The same is true. The same is true when a person who's not fitting to give rebuke does that. When he gives rebuke. When that person who's not fitting to give rebuke gives that rebuke, he, it's as if he moves and he awakens the bad smell of those bad actions and those bad traits of those people he's rebuking. And therefore he raises up their odor, their odor. And through this he weakens their souls. And then not only that, all the influx, all the abundance um, that is supposed to be drawn down to all the world that are dependent upon his souls, meaning all the abundance that's supposed to be brought down to the world that are dependent upon him, now are stopped. They cease, to, they cease to be brought down. Why? Because the second you bring up those bad actions, those bad actions prevent those shefa from reaching the world that, that are dependent upon that soul. Because the essential nourishment of the soul comes from scent. From where do we know that we bless upon smell? As it's brought down, In the verse in Tehillim, Tehillim 150, May every soul praise God. And what does the Gemara ask on that verse? What is that thing which the soul benefits from, but not the body? 
What is the thing which the soul benefits but not the body? And that is scent. So we see that the essential nourishment of the soul and sustenance of the soul comes through scent. And therefore, therefore, that person, that person who makes a, a bad fragrance from that soul, through this, he weakens the soul. Because now, instead of the soul benefiting of his good fragrances, and the soul benefiting um, of that, soul, uh, that, that sustenance from the person, which is the fragrance, because the soul, we know, nourishes itself off uh, smell. Therefore, by raising a bad odor, what he does essentially is he cuts off all the shefa to all the worlds that are dependent upon that soul. But when the rebuker is fitting to give rebuke, then on the contrary, he actually adds and he gives a good scent to those souls through his rebuke. Because rebuke needs to be in the aspect of the rebuke of Moshe Rabbeinu. For it to be proper rebuke, it needs to be at the rebuke of Moshe Rabbeinu. Who rebuked the Jewish people over the golden calf. That through his rebuke, he actually gave them a good scent. That my nard, this fragrance, or that this spice gave forth its fragrance. That it's actually saying, referencing the, the act of the golden calf. It says, um, it didn't say leave behind. It said rather give forth. Whenever, whenever it says it didn't say didn't say that this nard left behind a fragrance it said it gave forth a fragrance as it's brought down in Rashi and it um, um, brought down in the Gemara meaning whenever a person rebukes who's not fitting he actually takes away the fragrance of the soul but when he actually is fitting to give rebuke, he actually adds fragrance, which gives more soul, life force to the neshama. Because through the rebuke of Moshe Rabbeinu over the act of the golden calf, he added and he gave them good fragrance, which is the sustenance of the soul. Because the essential nourishment of the soul comes from scent, fragrance, and through the voice of that rebuker who's fitting to give rebuke through this he gives a good scent uh, to the souls which is the sustenance of these souls as we said above for there is the sustenance of the soul and the sustenance of the body as is brought down in Tikkun Ezor there's two different there's the sustenance of the body and the sustenance of the soul and by giving sustenance of the body you weaken the sustenance of the soul Meaning through the sustenance of the body, which is food and drink. Through this, you strengthen the heel of the evil side. brought down into Enim, chapter 41. He eats my bread, meaning my enemy eats my bread. He has raised the heel over me. He has raised his heel over me. Meaning, through eating, we strengthen the heels and the feet of these enemies. Brought down. 
As Badan Gemara Shabbat, eat well and be noticeable on the feet. Meaning, once you eat, the feet are noticeable. So, therefore, by eating, we strengthen the, the uh, what do you call it? We weaken, sorry, we strengthen the side of the, uh, the heel of the evil side. And we weaken, God forbid, the heel of holiness. And what's the heel of holiness? As the brother of Mishle, Hashem. The end result of humility is the fear of God. But it says, Ekev Anava, the, the heel of humility. So we see that the heel is Yira in this case. Which is sent. How do we know Yira um, is sent? He shall, he shall breathe. But it says Reach over there. That the scent will be with the Yira So that the Reach is Yira Nishmata, Which is the sustenance of the soul. So we see here that you know you weaken the fear of God, which is the uh, And the rectification for this is through the voice. Because the voice of the one who's rebuking, who's fitting, is the water of the garden. The, the voice waters the garden. That in the garden grows all these scents and all these fears. These fragrances and these fears grow. Because we said the reach and the ir'ah is the same. As chapter two, that a river emerged from Eden to water the garden. The water, sorry, the river which emerges from Eden. This is the voice. How do we know the river represents the voice? It's The rivers raised up their voice. So we see the rivers have a voice, and that voice is um, the river which emerges from Eden to water what the garden. And this is what it says in Bereshit chapter 3. I heard, your, um, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid. Because that voice waters the garden, we said. That in the garden grows all these sort of scents, these fragrances, which is fear. As we said above, that it says over there that, and I was afraid. Because in the garden grows this concept of fragrance, which is fear. We said the fear is the sustenance of the soul. And through that voice, we subdue uh, the heel of the evil side. Because this voice is the voice that brought down. This is surely the voice of Yaakov. So we see that Yaakov has this voice, and this voice is of Yaakov, is what subdues the evil side. Because Yaakov is the holy heel. Yaakov comes toward Ekev, heel, which means the heel of holiness. How? Through the kol, which subdues that heel of evil. And therefore Yaakov merited the aspect of scent, fragrance. And it says whenever Yaakov emerged in the room to get the bracha from Yitzchak. Now what does Yitzchak say? This. The fragrance of my son is like the fragrance of the field. So we see that Yaakov had a beautiful fragrance. And he is responsible for subduing the heel of the evil side. As it says about Yaakov, that he held on to the heel of Esav. So we see that he, he subdued the heel of Esav, which is the evil side. And that voice of Yaakov, which subdues the heel of the evil side, is the voice of that proper person who knows how to rebuke. 
בבחינת הרם כשופך קולך והגד לעני פשעם וכולי. אז זה ברודן ישעיה. Raise up your voice like a shofar and tell my nation of their transgressions. So we see that the raising up the voice um, is the aspect of telling the nation of transgression meaning rebuke. Because this rebuker, when he wants to rebuke the Jewish people and to tell them their sins and transgressions, he needs, to, he needs this sort of voice. That he should not create a bad odor through awakening their sins, God forbid. Therefore, this tzaddik needs this voice because this voice is actually what adds and gives Um, these neshamot, a good scent, because through that voice, all the scents grow, all these fragrances grow, and they sprout, because as we saw above, that voice is responsible for watering the garden. And this is what it says, raise up your voice like a shofar, it specifically says like a shofar, why? Why? Because that voice which waters the garden, which is what we said above, that voice which is compared to the river which emerges from Eden. We said that the rivers raise up their voices. So we see the river in this context is the voice which emerges from Eden to water the garden. So the voice is responsible for watering the garden. And in the garden grows all these shrubs which represent these fragrances, which is the yirah. So what is that voice? That voice which waters the garden Um, this is the song of the melody that will burst forth in the future. The song of the Mashiach, basically. When God renews His world, which is the song that's single, double, triple, quadrupled. And that is the secret of Na, Nach, Nach, Ma, Nach, Man, Uman. That is the song. That is the song that's single, double, triple, quadrupled. And... Um, For someone who knows about the studies about the Petek, they will see the significance. Um, and this is the last Torah Rabbeinu revealed. So it's very fitting um, to speak about the Petek, especially about the greatness of the Petek here. And um, so that is the song, as it's revealed in the Petek. Na, nach, nach, ma, nach, man, uman. The song that's single, double, triple, quadruple. It's adding the letter of the name of the Tzaddik every single time. You have the first letter, which is Nun. Then you, have, you add the first and the second, Na, nach. So you have na, nach, and then you add the third, nachma, and then you have the fourth, nachman, and then uh, from where he is, meuman. But nonetheless, we continue. It's brought down in Tikkun Ezoach that there will be a song that bursts forth in the future when God renews his world. That is a song that is single, double, triple, quadrupled. Bezehu kashofar. And this is what it says, kashofar. Raise your voice like a shofar. Why? Why is kashofar? Because kashofar is an acronym for what? Rashetabot pashut kafut meshurash merubah. The song that's single, double, triple, quadruple. Pashut, pe, kaful, kaf, shalush, shin, ravua. Pashut, kaful, shalush, ravua. Sorry, pashut, kaful, shalush, ravua. That is the, um, the acronym. Pe, kaf, shin, resh. That is kashofar. Meaning, raise your voice like a shofar. Meaning, the voice is in the aspect of what? The shofar, which is what? Pashut, kaful, shalush, ravua. That song, that voice is the song of the redemption. Which is the song that will be burst out in the future, that will come in the future. Which is the voice that waters the garden. That through that voice specifically is what enables this person to rebuke. 
And this is why it says in the verse, raise your voice like a shofar. And why it specifically says the word shofar there. And this is what it says. That they draw upon him a chut, a thread of chesed. A thread of loving kindness. Which is said about the person who rebukes properly. How do we know this? It's brought down in the Gemara. who rebukes his friend for the sake of heaven. They draw upon him a thread of loving kindness. In Emarat it says, One who rebukes his, his fellow. Will later find favor. As it's brought down in the verse in Mishle. So God draws down upon this person who rebukes properly uh, because this thread of chesed signifies the chut, the strands that have been twisted and made into this um, um, that have been made into a thread. Let's see what this means. The strands that have been uh, uh, Twisted and put together to make a thread. That upon these nimin, these strings, she strines, these strings. That upon these strings of this instrument will be, um, this melody will be played. This melody of the future will be played upon these strings, and those are the same strings, which create this thread, this thread of chesed. Um. Shehem ein bet nimin. These are the seventy-two strings, an instrument of seventy-two strings. Can I get Shem Yud Yud K Yud K Vav Yud K Vav K? Because if you take the letter Yud K Vav K, and you do the same technique, what we call achoraim, you do the same technique with the with the na nach nachman nachman shel pashut kafu meshalash merava, and you do the same thing to the name Yud K Vav K. You do Yud Yud K Yud K Vav Yud K Vav K. You have a numerical value of 72. Because this name of Yud K, Yud K, Vav, Yud K, Vav K is, corresponds to that song which is single, double, triple, quadruple that is brought down in the Tikkun Ezor. Which is, has a total of 72. Upon these strings of 72 stringed instrument will be played this um, song um, that will renew the world. The world will be built on chesed, meaning the world will be renewed upon this inyan of chesed, which is numerical value of 72 as well. Because chesed has a numerical value of 72, 72 string instrument, 72 numerical value of yud, yud, ke, yud, ke, vav, yud, ke, vav, ke. And it's in the future when that song, that is single, double, triple, quadruple, will be um, renewed. And uh, burst forth, which is Baruch Hashem happening as we as we speak, and has been um, revealed recently. Baruch Hashem, in the past thirty years, uh, forty years, however long it's been, that the Rabbi Yisrael revealed this petek, that this is the 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 start. This is the start of that song, and this, the start of that redemption. Bezrat Hashem, may we see it speedily in our days. And this represents the thread of Chesed, as we said above. Which is said that one who rebukes properly receives this thread of chesed. What is that thread? The chut. 
It's the it's the strands that have been wounded and twisted into a into a chut into a thread. Um, meaning the thread which is created from those strands. The, that that string which is created from all those strands that upon um, that upon those uh, strings uh, will be played uh, this song that will renew the world in the future whenever the world will be renewed in the future and he said the world will, will be built on loving kindness this is why it says in the Gemara over there, they draw upon him a thread of chesed. This is, what is the Moshkin? Hamshachat, to draw on. This is the aspect of drawing on. Meaning, to draw with the strings and to pluck the strings of this instrument in order to play this song. Nimsa, we find. We see that through the voice of the proper rebuker. He actually gives a good fragrance to those souls, as we said above. And Bauch Hashem, that's it for today. May we continue um, with section two next class.